The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Thursday, August 24th edition. We got a five-game early, six-game main slate to attack. And honestly, if you don't want to sweat, you don't want to not in a good way, not, not making a lot of money way. If you don't want to stress out, maybe take the day off. Go play some CFL. Go play some two-game NFL preseason. Just take the day off in general. Go kiss a loved one. Whatever you feel like. It's uh the pitching's bad. It's really bad. You're going to either be really chalky or your your expensive guys are going to get shelled. There's just so many weird feelings about this slate, but uh, I will point you in the directions I think you should go. I think I will be going, and we'll cross our fingers. I'm not going to go heavy at all tonight. I'm going to put a few lineups out there, but I'm not going heavy. The last couple nights I've had, I sat there and made 14, 15 lineups Um it's going to be two, three at the most on each slate. At the most, it's it's brutal. Let's look at the the, uh, the weather. You got very small chances, like 15, 20% chances in Detroit between the Yankees and the Tigers. Wind blowing in heavy in Cleveland between Boston and Cleveland from left, left center area, 11 to 12 miles an hour. So that is nice. Other than that, things look pretty good. Not too hot around the country. Humidity 50% or lower, so not crazy humid. So, so far, so good. Keep an eye with your weather guys that you watch and hopefully are free. Uh, let's take a look at the totals. D-backs, Mets, 8.5. Marlins, Phillies, 10. Yankees, Tigers, 9. We're waiting on Blue Jays, Rays, because Tom Kohler making his Toronto Blue Jays debut. Rockies, Royals, 9. We don't have the Dodgers-Pirates game unless you play the full game slate because DraftKings just, yeah, I, I don't understand that. Red Sox Indians uh, in your evening slate. Red Sox Indians seven, Cubs Reds nine and a half, Padres Cardinals eight, Twins White Sox ten, Nationals Astros eight, Rangers Angels nine and a half. So that's that's why it's a weird slate. You got the good totals, three good totals, three rough totals on the evening slate. On the early slate, you have nothing. An eight and a half is your best deal. So it's ugly. Let's dig in to your early slate. Your top price guy, your only guy above eighty-eight hundred dollars. You have one guy higher than eighty-eight hundred. He's twelve thousand five hundred dollars. He's Robbie Ray of the Arizona Diamondbacks at the bad New York Mets. Now, Godley didn't live up to the didn't live up to the standards we hoped for. I think he still got fifteen plus points because he was a strikeout machine. 
that's what the Mets do these days. They strike out like crazy. Robbie Ray has struggled his last two starts. The one in St. Louis was a shortened appearance, nothing crazy there. Um, he hasn't taken the mound since the 28th, so he's returning from his concussion. He got that concussion on the 28th. That's why it was a shortened start. But uh, prior to that, you know, Robbie's been one of the better pitchers in baseball. First start back, you never know how you're going to anticipate that. But the the Mets do strike out 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Robbie Ray has a 30.6% K rate, a 13.2% swinging strike rate. Problem is the hard contact's been high most of the year. And the walk percentage is close to 12%. That's been Robbie's problem since day one, since we've talked on this podcast. If he's not walking, guys, Robbie Ray is always in a great spot. Always. And he's facing that Mets lineup that's just bad. They have a 4.07 team total. That's the lowest on the day slate. Lefties hit 286, righties 325. Sure, they're going to be a righty-heavy lineup outside of Conforto if he starts. It's pretty much righty-heavy the whole way of Lagares, you have Flores, you have Suspedes. Day game after a night game, maybe Suspedes even gets a day off. you got, like, the Arnold catching. Check the lineup, but as a whole, and on a slate like this, I think paying for Robbie's fine. If he gets shelled, you just – t- that's the way it is this slate. It's just the way it is. Because when I read you the other options you have, Robbie Ray is in the best spot in this slate. There's no arguing that regardless of how the outcomes come. Coming into this slate, Robbie Ray is the guy. Outside of Robbie Ray, we look at uh, Michael Fulmer. If you want to take on the red-hot New York Yankees, that's where we're at on this slate, guys. We're taking on the red-hot New York Yankees, who Michael Fulmer faced three starts ago in the Bronx and got shelled for six earnings, six innings, five Ks for 4.9 points, got beat up at Texas, but back home against the Dodgers, seven innings, three hits, one run, none earned, six Ks for 24.2. It's been better at home than on the road this season. And he's facing a Yankees team that actually strikes out 22.5% of the time. Fulmer's not a huge strikeout guy, but he's also not a huge walk guy. He's got a ground ball rate of 49% and limits the hard contact. You're just praying he doesn't get shelled and he gets some strikeouts, gets you six or seven innings. That would be ideal. Uh, Yankees team total is 4-4-5. It's one of the lower ones on the day slate. Lefty's 285, righty's 277. We know they're red, red, red hot. Um, Gary Sanchez is just, it's like Khaleesi's writing him yelling Dracarius right now because Stanton's taking a breather in the corner. It's it's crazy. Um, but on this slate, Fulmer 8100 bucks does make a play, especially on GPPs. Next up, one of the plays I like to pair up with Robbie Ray. If I was making one lineup, I'd go Ray Marquez and just cross my fingers. And it, like I said, it's Herman Marquez. He's 7600 bucks at the Rockies. He's been really consistent of late. Um, he averages 15 points on the road, 16 at home. He had 16 at home against Milwaukee. got beat up at Miami. Then prior to that, at Cleveland, 16-5. His last road starts, I'll just read those. At Washington, 34. At Arizona, 14. Got beat up at the Giants. But outside of that Giants start and the Miami start, he's basically close to 15 or more points in eight of his last 10 starts. It's just, you never know with Kansas City. Like, they didn't do anything last night. They didn't do anything the first game either. They've quieted down a bit from their hot, hot, like, was it July they had? They had a really good month there to get them back in the race. They've been quiet. Marquez is facing KC, who strikes out over 20% of the time. Marquez strikes out over 22%, doesn't walk a ton. Decent numbers across the board. Uh, lefty's 320, righty's 344. Marquez got hit. Would you be surprised? No. But I think he's been just consistent. He's like that. He's not going to 
knock on wood, usually gets shelled. He's going to get me double-digit points. And as bad as the pitching is today, I'm going that direction. So Marquez is on my list. And last but not least, if you need a punt and you're not using Robbie Ray, you take the GPP gamble on Rafael Montero. This kid was a one of their higher prospects in recent years. He hasn't found it yet, but his last two starts, he's looked really good. 17.3 points at the Yankees, six innings, two earned, six Ks. And 20.1 points against Miami, six innings, one earned, five Ks. He has five or more Ks in six, seven, eight. In eight of ten starts, basically five straight starts. So he's getting the strikeouts, facing an Arizona team that does strike out 23.6% of the time. He just walks too many, 11.2% walk rate, but swinging strike rates, 10.4%, good ground ball rate, really low hard contact rate. There's a lot to like here. Um, you saw even uh, Flexen shut them down for the most part last night. They have one of the lower totals at 443. Lefty's 364, righty's 382. We've seen Montero get shelled. His last two starts have looked great. We hope it's a sign of things to come. He's 6200 bucks on a horrible slate. So there's the four pitchers I'm looking at. Robbie Ray at 12.5. Fulmer, 81, Marquez, 76, Montero, 62. If I'm making one lineup, it's Ray Marquez. If you want to go cheap and get all the bats, you go Marquez, Montero, and mix in some Fulmer if you want. Those are the angles I'm going there. Uh, quick run through the bats. You got, like again, Sanchez. He's up to 5,100 now. He's earned it, but that is insane for a catcher, especially against Fulmer, who's not a horrible pitcher. He's not horrible, but Sanchez is that hot right now. Uh, you look at guys like, you know, maybe Salvi Perez at 34 if you're not using Marquez. Wilson Ramos, 33 versus Kohler. If you want to dip down some more, maybe Miguel Montero gets to start today. Day game after a night game for Toronto against Cobb at 2,900. I do like that quite a bit. Uh, Miggy is not a world beater, but he does have that pop. And righty's 309, but lefty's 340 off of Alex Cobb. So Miggy Montero at 29 could be one of your cheaper catching options that I can definitely, definitely load up on. Again, if you're not using Robbie Ray, like Travis Day or not at 27, uh, isn't bad. Uh, James McCann, 2600 versus Jaime Garcia. McCann is facing a lefty, folks. Um, the Tigers team totals 455, lefties 297, righties 337. So McCann at $26, definitely in play. Uh, Hicks got the start behind the dish last night, so look for McCann in that one. If Ploiecki's starting instead of Day or not, he's 24. Uh, Chris Herman, 2500 for the D-backs. If he cracks the lineup, he's catcher outfield eligible. Uh, so you have some cheap options in the lineup for you there. Go over to first base. Goldie at 53 is not bad. I love me some Justin Smoke at 45. Mentioned the lefties versus Cobb. Smoke went ding-dong yesterday. You got Hosmer at 43. Not a bad play at all versus Marquez. Reese Hoskins, how'd that work out yesterday, guys? Not bad at all. That kid is a beast. And we're going to feast on him while he's cheap. We really, really are. This guy is too darn good. Phillies have the second highest total on the day slate at 4-9-3. Lefty's 339, righty's 325 versus Vance Worley. Hoskins still in play for me at 4,000. I prefer him versus a lefty to start things out. But at 4,000 on this slate, Reese is still in play. Lomo at 36 against Kohler. I love um Righty's 328, lefty's 363 off Kohler. Really good look there with Morgus, Morrison at 36. Duda at 36 as well. Those two are a nice one-two punch. Wish you could play them both. It's like the Toronto situation. 
If you want to hope for Miggy Cabrera getting into it today, he's 35 versus Jaime. Very good price. I can say very bad pitcher. So he's there. If you want to fade Robbie Ray, Flores at 33. We know how he hits his lefties. John Hicks, if he does crack the lineup at for Detroit, he's 3,100. Other than that, like you've had Tomas Tellis playing lately for uh, the Marlins at first base. He's a switch hitter. He's just not a world beater. Doesn't even have a home run yet this year. So I, I, I'd probably try to punt elsewhere. But you'll hear his name brought out once in a while. So there's your first base position. Let's head over to second base. D. Gordon at 42 against Jake Thompson. Jake Thompson was a big prospect. He has not looked the role yet. He hasn't found it. But again, again Montero didn't for a while either. The Marlins have the highest day total at 507. Lefties 375. Righties 375. So D. Gordon at 42 in play. Ian Kinsler versus Garcia. I like a lot at 41. Kinsler does very, very well versus left-handed. Pitching, Cesar Hernandez, you're getting him at a $3,600 price tag versus Worley is very, very nice. We know the talent level of Cesar. He'll be leading off in a Phillies lineup that is always overlooked. Uh, when you slide down the list, it's going to be a bleak day. You're just going to have to take your chances and roll. Yeah, you check lineups. Maybe Ryan Goins at 24 is left-handed batter. Brad Miller, 24 in that Tampa Bay-Toronto game as a punt. Both can be in play. Third base, you got Aaron Otto at 54. He's definitely worth the look. You got Jake Lamb at 48. The red hot Josh Donaldson at 46 versus Cobb. We know Cobb's been pretty good versus righties, but you keep riding that train. Seven home runs in his last 10 games. He's averaging almost 15 points his last 10. Of course, he went deep again yesterday. 4,600 bucks. Red, red hot. Uh, Castellanos versus Garcia at 41. Not too bad. Neither is Moustakis at 4K. Like those three guys right there. Um, as you go down, you got Dietrich at 36 at a discount versus Thompson if you're saving some cash. I totally understand that play. Other than that, there's really nothing. There's I, I, I went past some guys you could look at, but I'm not in love with anything else, really. That's where I'd stick at third base. Going over shortstop, Didi Gregorius went deep yesterday. 4200 the night's still a good price tag for Didi. He's very, very overlooked every freaking night. But then Freddie Galvis, you're getting it. these Phillies are discounted tonight. I like it, or today. I like it a lot. Galvis at 35 versus Worley. Uh, definitely in play there. You can look at Ahmed Rosario at 3K versus Robbie Ray if you want to take that punt chance. But then, like, Dixon Machado, if he gets a start for Detroit, he's second base shortstop. He has the lefty Garcia at 27. That's an option. And then Pedro Florimon, I used him yesterday. He got me six points. He's averaging 6.3 his last 10 games. He bats seventh or eighth for the Phillies. He's a switch hitter. He's $2,600. So you're getting him super cheap. If he cracks the lineup, he's a good, good punt play. like him quite a bit as a punt. If not, Ryan Goings at 24 again is in a good spot in this matchup versus Cobb. Head of the outfield real quick. You got Stanton at 58. He didn't go ding-dong yesterday, but he can any day. And against Thompson in that ballpark on a day game, I like he a lot. Blackman went deep yesterday. He's 56. Listen to the nasty cast. I was on it last night with uh, Nate Dawkins and Ron Rigney. You can find them on Fantrax, BGFS Radio, the whole cha-cha, but the nasty cast. We picked the top 30 players for the 2018 draft. I had the first pick, so my third, second pick was pick number four. I took Charlie Blackman. It got interesting. J.D. Martinez at 52. He's just mashing. I love, if you're not paying any of those top guys, we start at 5000 with Justin Upton versus Jaime Garcia at $5,000. Upton, great Great play in that spot. Ozuna at 49 and Yellick at 47 aren't bad. Either Aaron Hicks, 4,300, crushing the baseball. 
not bad. You got Parra at 43. Kiermaier, double donged yesterday. He'll be chalky today, but uh, he's come back from the DL, and he's playing really, really well. 42, 15, 17, 10, 7. That's his totals in his five games back from the DL. He's 4,100 versus Tom Kohler, likely leading off. Get yourself some Kiermaier. As we slide down the slate, Suspedis at 39 if you're fading Ray. I totally get behind that. Uh, David Peralta, 38 versus Montero, is decent. Cabrera, 37 versus Marquez, not bad either. Take a look at uh, Mikey Matzok. You're getting another discount here. Tigers are priced down versus Jaime. You're getting Matzok at 3,500 versus Garcia. That's a very good play. He's been batting near the top of the order for the most part. Nice power from the right side versus Jaime. I like Matzok quite a bit. This is why you can pay for Robbie Ray tonight or today. you got a lot of guys in these 3K ranges that I don't mind going to battle with. They're not the big names, but I know they can produce, and that's what you got to look for. Other than that, there's really not a ton, ton at all I like down here. We'll have to check lineups. After Matzok, there was really nothing. I'm not even just ignoring you. There was nothing. So recapping. Your five-game early slate, you got Robbie Ray at 12-5, Fulmer at 81, Marquez at 76, and you got yourself Montero at 62. Sorry, I got tongue-tied for some stupid reason there. So there you go. Stack away. There's tons of bats, as you'd expect. But let's get to the six-game evening slate where at least we have some semblance of pitching. Some. Not a ton, but we have some. So let's get into it. Let's break it down. We kick it off with the one, the only, Christopher Sale. $13,700 at uh, at the Cleveland Indians. It's an interesting, interesting play for a few reasons. First, he got beat up his last time against the Indians. It was at... Boston, five innings, eight hits, seven earned, five Ks for 1.9 DraftKings points. He's actually averaging 32 points a game on the road compared to 27-7 at home. He's been amazing this year. Uh, Really not too much to not like. I know he had the rough start. Hopefully it scares people off. He's still second best on the barrel FIP even with that the last 30 days. Getting barreled 2.96% of the time, striking out over 37% of the batters he's facing. Now, Cleveland doesn't strike out a ton. That's one of the things. 17.4% K rate. Still, he got 5Ks in 5 innings. Give me a K in inning. I'm there. Just don't get shelled. Um, K rate, we already mentioned. Strike, swinging strike rate over 15%. Everything is in line for Chris Sale. Indians lowest total at 318. I like it. It's a high price tag. He's going to have to strike guys out and not give up more than two or three runs. But, again... I will definitely roll the dice with Chris Sale. If you're not the top guy in the top range for me, there's five guys over 10K. The top three are in play for me, and the one that's my highest ranked is Carlos Martinez, $12,100 at home against the San Diego Padres. He's been much better at home this year than on the road. Uh, Three straight games in double digits, two of those three at 21 or more points. The other one was 17.6. Facing a Padres team, we saw how Luke Weaver dominated. Dominated 30-plus points for $6,900. Too bad we won't get him that cheap again, folks. We used him the last two times and took advantage of it and had some fun. But the Padres strike out a lot. 25.3% K rate. C-Mark striking out a bunch. Seventh best on the barrel fifth the last seven days. Getting burned 1.53% of the time. Striking out 
over 25% of the batters he's facing. Uh, ground ball rate of almost 52%. Padres second lowest total at 331. Lefties 331. Righties 248. So if you want to punt like we did the other night against Lynn with Salarte and Asuyahe, Spangenberg, that kind of deal, go for it. But Seamart is in a great spot on this slate. And pray to God he doesn't blow it like other guys have done recently. But that's the guy I'm rolling with. I'm going up top. I go Seamart, then Sale. And if you want to be uber, uber contrarian, you look at Dallas Keiko, 11,300. He's come back from the DL. Took him a while to get his, I guess you could say his feet wet, 1.4, 3.9, minus 10.8. But his last two starts, he's looked like the Keiko of old at Texas. Not an easy matchup. Seven Ks and six and two thirds, 25.6 points. At Oakland, seven shutout innings, a three-hit ball, three Ks for 23.4. Give me those 25-plus points against Washington, who has no Harper. They do have Zimmerman. They do have Rendon, who hit lefties very well. They have Kendrick, who hits lefties very well. Um, but they do also strike out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And Keiko has a 66.2. Yes, 66.2. Percent ground ball rate. That's ridiculous. I don't care who you are or how good or bad you are. If you still get ground balls 66.2% of the time, you factor that in with like a 22% K rate. The fly balls, you could say, are limited. They have the third lowest total on the slate at 379. Lefties 243, righties 313. It is a risk against the Nationals. I get it, but heck, fire shut them down a few other. Nationals haven't been lighting it up. Let's just put it that way. They haven't been lighting it up. So I think it's an interesting GPP play because no one wants to fade the Nationals. Keiko at that price still scares people on a small slate with not many options. Keiko is on the radar at 11-3. So in this top range, I got Seamart 1, Sale 2, Keiko 3. Not going with Strasburg and Houston. I know Houston's struggling mightily. If you want to be GPP, okay, it's kind of like the Keiko angle. It's 10-6. You save 700. Um I just it, it really worries me. He's made his first start his last time out off the DL at San Diego. Six innings, four hits, two earned, eight Ks for twenty-two-five. You could go there if you want. Houston's gonna wake up eventually, but I see the GPP angle. If you see the angle of Keiko, you see it with Strasburg. Same type theory. I can understand it. I'm not touching Arietta Arietta in Cincinnati. I know Cincinnati didn't light the world on fire yesterday, but they have been swinging it well, especially against right-handed pitching, and Arietta's been beat up in the past against Cincinnati. If you want to look, he's faced him twice this year. 13 innings, 5 runs, 4 earned, 14 Ks. The Ks have saved him to a tune of 25-3. But I don't have the exact line in front of me, but his last start in Cincinnati, I'm pretty positive he got beat up. We're going to go to Jose Barrios. $8,600. 32 points his last time out against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Got beat up at Detroit, but then at home against Texas, 12-5. Good at San Diego. At home against New York, 21. At home against Baltimore, 14-7. He's much, much better at home than on the road. The young kid likes his environment. Averaging 23.1 points per game at home. He has faced the White Sox once this year. Eight innings, four hits, two earned, eight Ks for 31 draft king points. The White Sox and their minor league roster Strike out a grand total of 22.6% of the time versus righties. Um, 27.6% hard contact for Berrios. 
When you look at the White Sox team total, 468 lefty, 333 righty, 339. So he's on the road, which is a bit scary. I mentioned I pitch better at home. But the strikeout upside is tremendous. Really good matchup against the White Sox team that might run into a few. But as a whole, not overly, overly scary. I will roll the dice with Jose Barrios at 86. And then below him, it's really dicey. Do you go Bauer, who's pitched well, but he's facing Boston at 83? Boston is fire. I don't know if I want to fade them, but the wind blowing in makes it very interesting. He has faced them once this year, six and two-thirds, seven hits, three earned, 11 Ks for almost 30 DraftKings points. He's been better at home, averaging almost 20 points compared to 12 on the road. He's a GPP angle, but he terrifies me because Boston doesn't strike out a ton anymore. Uh, they've gotten much better putting the ball back in play. Uh, yeah, it, it's rough. They do strike out 19.3% of time. Bauer's got a 26% K rate. He's Ninth best on the barrel, fifth the last 30 days. Barrel 2.76% of the time, striking out over 26%. Ground ball of 45.8%, but he does give up the long ball. Boston is hot, but they do have a low total of 382. Lefty's 322, righty's 320. So if you want to be contrarian, Bauer can be in play. I can get behind that, but just be cautious. Don't be shocked if something bad happens because the way Boston's swinging it. But I totally understand the contrarian angle, and I kind of dig it. As you know, if you've listened to me long enough, I like taking the gamble. Because when it pays off, it pays off in a big way. So I can see Bauer. It's just very, very risky. The only other guy below that, Martin Perez at 6300 bucks for the Rangers at the Angels. He averages about 10 points a game. He's got shelled by the Angels his last time out. His last few starts, 7.5 against the White Sox, 13-3 Detroit. His last road start was 27.6 at the Mets. He's all or nothing. It's really hit and miss. I really don't like any of the punts. Like Sal Romano in Chicago, no. Perdomo's not horrible because of his ground ball rate at 5,900. But lefties and righties are crushing it. If he's not getting the ground balls, you're in trouble. Um, he averages about 10 points a game at home. 12.1 last start against Washington, 1.9 at the Dodgers, 20.9 at Cincy. He's a lot like Martin Perez. It's all or nothing. He's at St. Louis. You know, he's not world beaters these days. The uh, you strike on almost 22% of the time. I mentioned his ground ball rate. We know Keiko 66.2. Perdomo's is 62.7%, which is crazy. Doesn't strike out a ton of guys, though. That's a bit terrifying. Lefty's 365, righty's 343, but he can be a punt if you want to go there. It's just dicey. This area, um, not for the faint of heart, one would say. So I, I can look at those options, but I'm not really sold on any. I guess if you need one of the two punts, I go Perdomo over Perez just for the ground ball and K upside. But it's, it's yeah. And then in the middle, I like Barrios a lot. But Bauer, if you want to gamble, I can totally get behind. So the pitching, I got Seamart, Sale, Keiko up top. And then down below, you know, Barrios, Bauer, and then Perez, Perdomo. Mix and match as you please. Let's take a look at the bats on your evening slate. Starting out the catcher's position. Yadi Molina at 38. If you're not using Perdomo, he's in play. Alex Avila's caught back-to-back games. Hopefully, he's catching again tonight against Sal Romano. He's first-base catcher eligible. 37, again, that price tag just hasn't moved, which is interesting. But when you're looking at the Cubby Bears, 507 total is the second-highest on the evening slate. Lefty's 334, righty's 396. Avila definitely in play. 
When you're going down the list, we're going to try to go below. You got Chris Jimenez at 3,100 versus Holland. Jimenez is usually in the lineup versus lefties. Usually hits in the middle, fifth, sixth in that Minnesota Twins lineup. Hits lefties well. Minnesota, the highest total on your evening slate of 5-3-2 facing Derek Holland. Lefties 280, righties 379. There are some twins we are going to like. And Jimenez could be one of them at 3,100. Farther down the list, yeah, for Nate Rivera gets to start for the Cubs. Romano's that bad that a righty can still hit him at 3K. Um, you look at, say, Mitch Garver. He's a very good player. He's very inconsistently played for the Twins. He's a right-handed bat as well. One of their prospects, he's 2,900. Hasn't been good since he's got called up, but he does have talent as a punt is worth an option versus a bad pitcher like Holland. Tucker Barnhart at 28 versus Arietta, I like as a punt option as well. We've used him quite a bit. Uh, if Hector Sanchez gets a start versus Seymour at 25, it's not horrible. Other than that, like Martin Maldonado, he loves facing him some lefties. He's 2,300 versus Martin Perez. Um, I can definitely get behind that play as well. So some good options below 3K that you can target at the catcher's position. Let's head over to first base and see what we have. We're led off with Anthony Rizzo at 54 versus Sal Romano. That's outstanding. He is in play. And so is Joey Votto at 48. People are going to flock to Rizzo, and rightfully so. Votto has no problem facing the likes of Arietta at 48. He went deep yesterday off the bullpen. Arietta really, he's been better of late. If you've listened around the bases, we talk about him quite a bit. But I like Votto a lot. If you're fading Chris Sale, we know how Encarnacion likes his lefties. Sales not your average lefty with 3800 bucks is a value and a decent punt price. Uh, if Carpenter cracks the lineup, he's 43. That's steep for Carp, but it's there. Like Albert Pujols, 38 versus Perez isn't bad. Valbueno is not bad. Zimmerman, if you're fading Keiko at 38, has got some upside. But I'd go, I'm going Votto, Rizzo most likely. Then I'm looking down to the likes of, let's say, where'd he go? Kenny's Vargas actually gets lefties really, really well. He's 3,600, always overlooked. You know, he's not a world beater. He's averaging six points his last 10, but that's value. I'm looking at CJ Cron. 3,600 bucks, sitting in the middle of that Angels order, mashes left-handed pitching. Lots and lots of power versus lefties. CJ Cron at 3,600 is a lower price for a spaceman. I definitely, definitely will be targeting. And other than that, that should do it. Maybe Jeffrey Marte cracks the lineup for the Angels. He's 27 if you need an uber punt. But Crone is who I'm targeting down below. Second base, Dozier versus Holland. It has a recipe for fireworks. Double dong, triple dong. What are we going, Dozier? Don't disappoint me tonight, buddy. 5,400 versus Holland. Price is high, and Dozier is in a phenomenal spot against Holland. Ian Happ at 47, not bad at all. Ruyo Dor at 45, I like a lot. Scribner making the spot. He's been, you know, making spot starts. He's been okay. He's a bullpen guy. Overall, though, in the minors, he got beat up a lot. So Ruby at 45, it's a steep price tag, but it's very intriguing. Howie Kendrick does hit lefties well. He's 42 versus Keiko. Keiko, obviously not your average guy. But 4,200, that's a nice contrarian play, actually. Zobrist at 39, I love versus Romano. Great price tag there. Scooter Jeanette at 38, definitely in play. Wouldn't be shocked if he has a good night against Arietta. When you're looking at down the list some more, like Yohan Moncada versus Barrios at 35, you can get behind Solarte at 35 versus Martinez. These are like more contrarian angles. I'm not like fully in on them, but if you're going below, saving some cash. Like Asuya Hayes, 27 for the Padres. 
Other than that, Caleb Cowart still swinging a good bat. Went deep two nights ago. Didn't do anything last night, but he's 2200 bucks. Switch hitting bat for the Angels. Definitely in play as a punt if you need him. Third base, Adrian Beltre at 53. Double dong last night. Just continues to crush the baseball. Pay attention to the lineups. First, Chris Bryant's day-to-day is 52. If he starts, he's a good spot there. But Miguel Sano is supposed to return today. Supposed, hopefully. Because if he does, he's facing Derek Holland in a band box in Chicago at $5,000. That's an awesome play. Hopefully people see the big red O next to his name and go, oh, he's out. See if the lineup comes out and Sano's in there. Because if he does, he's a great play. Great play. Um, Eugenio Suarez went deep off the bullpen last night. He's 44. It's not bad. But Eduardo Nunez at 4300 bucks, Third base outfield eligible versus Bauer. I don't mind. One of the really good plays, if you're not paying up at $4,000 and get Rafael Devers at 4K versus Bauer. Devers is just mashing the baseball. He's cheaper than he's been lately. I know Bauer's been good, but if you're fading him, Devers is definitely in play in that one. Yeah, like Eduardo Escobar has been pretty quiet of late. Still averaging seven points, though, his last 10. He's a switch hitter. Third base shortstop eligible for the Twins, 3,800. Sliding down the list. There's not going to be much down here. Punting is not a big option. If, say, Greg Garcia cracks the lineup for St. Louis, he's a left-handed bat versus Perdomo. Second base, third base at 29. You got Spangenbirds all the way down to 27. He had that hot, like, week to 10 days. He's cooled down a lot. He's back down to that value price and where I like to attack him. He's 27, third base outfield. And you never know. Texas lineup might come out. We might get Drew Robinson in there to help us out against Scribner. Robinson, his uh, left-handed bat. He's third base outfield eligible. He's 2,300. Always makes for an interesting punt in a potent lineup like that. Shortstop, Elvis Andrews, 47, is definitely in play. Cozart at 41 is not bad. He's just hitting the ball really well. Preferred lefty over righty, but still hitting the ball really, really well. Francisco Lindor is better from the right side than the left, so if you are fading, sale Lindor at 4K is an option. Uh, Escobar at 38, I already mentioned him for Minnesota. Marvin Gonzalez at 38 versus Strasburg. Interesting GPP angle. Shortstop's not good. But you got the likes of Jorge Polanco. I told you how much I loved him yesterday. He went deep. He's a switch hitter. He's 3600 bucks versus Holland. And another good spot on this one. And another really good play. Always gets overlooked. Had a good game last night. Had... Uh, two hits, one double, 17 DraftKings points. Andrelton Simmons having a very good season. Hits lefties well. Uh, facing Perez, he's 3,600. So you get your Angels cheap tonight. Except, you know, the big man. He won't be cheap. Never is and should never be. Um, as you go down, like Tim Anderson, 27 versus Barrios. I'm not in love with that, but it's not a horrible punt. Because there's nothing else down here. Going to the outfield. Trout, 57. There's the big man. You got Eddie Rosario at 5K. Fowler at 49 versus Perdomo is very, very nice. Another nice one is Benintendi at 4,800 versus Trevor Bauer. Swinging the big stick. Chu at 48, not bad at all, versus Scribner. Mazzara, 47 versus Scribner. If you get an idea, we like some Texas bats tonight. Happ at 47. Buxton at 45 versus Holland, I like. They batted him fifth last night. He's swinging a good bat. He went 0 for last night when he's priced at 47. He's got a better matchup tonight against that. Well, Shields is good, but the lefty Holland for the righty Buxton's much better to me. 4,500, he is in play. People might overlook him after that dud last night. Mookie Betts at 44. If you're fading Bauer, he is definitely in play. The Schwaba. Kyle Schwaba went deep last night. He's really swinging it well of late, averaging eight points a game now. He's up to 4,400. 
against Romano. He's been batting second right in front of Rizzo or Bryant. I like that a lot at 44. Mentioned Nunez at 43. Duvall's always interesting. GPP at 42. Uh, I mentioned Zobers at 39. I like a lot. Billy Hamilton at 39 versus Arietta. We know Arietta can't hold guys on. So keep an eye on that one. 3900 bucks, Nice, cheaper price tag for Billy as long as he can get on, which is a big if some nights. He's there. Yeah, Cole Calhoun at 38. He's been back and clean up. He does hit lefties decently. So he's on the radar at 3800 bucks. Price tag slowly creeping up, folks. Must mean people are playing him. I like it. He's a really good bat that's always overlooked. You got Jeanette at 38. I mentioned Gonzalez at an interesting play. Nicky Delmonico, 37. Eh, it's not horrible. Barrios is a good pitcher, but he does get hit around from time to time. Another Angels bat. I'm, all these Angels because they're facing Martin Perez. Uh, Cameron Maven does hit lefties well. He's 3,700. So you're getting him cheaper. Shebler went deep last night. He's 37 tonight versus Arietta as a GPP power option. And not too much more down here. Maybe Piscotti at 35 versus Perdomo. We prefer lefties, but it's not a bad option. Jason Hayward, still too cheap. He's 3,500, 12 more points last night. He's averaging 7.5 a game. I know he's not having the greatest season, but he's swinging a good bat, and the environment and the the spot in general is great. He's had in Cincinnati, and no one's owning him. He's 3,500 versus Romano, another great spot tonight. Winker's cheap. Well, he's up to 34. It's not cheap for a winker. As we go down, like Manny Margot at 32. If you're punting, Brandon Geyer at 31. He took Sale deep in their last matchup. Super cheap. Does have that history and power versus Sale. It's very interesting, that that success he's had versus Sale. But he does hit lefties extremely well. A little farther down the list, you got Spangenberg at 27. you got uh, Perella at 25. We prefer lefties versus Seamart, though. So be careful there. And like Drew Robinson, I mentioned earlier, at 23. See what comes out because... At most positions, most of them, there wasn't much value. Catchers, you might have to just literally punt the catcher's position because we did have value there, definite value there. So your pitching recap, Seamart, Sale, Keiko up top, then you got like Barrios, Bauer in the middle, and Perez, Perdomo down below. Just pick your risk your risk level, basically, is all it comes down to. Let's take a look at your BVP on the entire day. Chris Herman went for one with a homer off Rafael Montero. Small sample, but... Uh, you know, Nick Williams, one for two with a triple. Tommy Joseph, two for two. Franco, one for two with a double. Freddie Galvis, four for six off of um, Vance Worley. All small samples. Justin Upton, two for eight with a double and a homer off Jaime. Aaron Judge has taken Fulmer deep, so has Chase Headley. A lot of small samples on this slate. Logan Morrison, two for two. C. Dick, three for six. Ramos, six for eight with a double off of Kohler. You know, Josh Donaldson, four for six off of Cobb with a double. This might not be a BVP day if for, like, good samples. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion, six for 16 with two homers off sale. Lindor, nine for 19 with a double and a homer. Geyer, three for 10 with a homer. Jose Ramirez, seven for 17 with a double. Those are all 300 or better. Two of them are 400 or better. Carlos Santana, 13 for 43 with two doubles and a homer. That's 302. Gomes even taking a deep once. You got Rafael Devers, two for three with two homers off Bauer. Benintendi and Betts have both taken Bauer deep as well. Betts, three for eight with two doubles and a homer. Joey Votto, I told you he likes here. He had a six for 19 with a double and two home runs. Suarez, three for 11 with a homer. 
Billy Hamilton's only hitting 200, but in his three for 15, you got 21 total plate appearances. He's walked five times. He has five stolen bases off Arietta. Just get on base, kid. Salarte, three for 11 with a homer off Seamart. Zimmerman, four for six, two doubles off Keuchel. Howie Kendrick, eight for 18 with a double on a homer. So there you go, 444 average in a small sample. Eduardo Escobar, mentioned him at 3800 bucks versus Holland, five for nine with two doubles and a homer. Vargas, Escobar, Castro, Castro, five for 14. Dozier, Polanco, Jimenez, all have home runs off Derek Holland. Martin Maldonado, four for four with two doubles off Perez. Um, Marte's taking him deep, so has Calhoun. There's your BVP. There's your quick hits. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Uh, we're going to have your NASCAR this weekend. Golf just started off. Doc's got his latest uh, recording, Pac-12 preview and Big uh, Super 5 preview with the guys at the Saturday Edge. Check that out on Spreakers and SoundCloud and uh, iTunes. Just If you want to subscribe to SD Radio, that'll get you everything we ever come out with. But you can get the individual shows like MLB DFS, Quick Hits, Bench with Bubba, you know, we had the Matt Modica interview, great fantasy stuff there, and Game of Thrones. We had the Mike Waller interview, phenomenal IDP stuff. We recorded that Monday. That's out last night, and it dropped last night. Episode 50 with Big Bucks Noami. You might know him from the Always Pressing Pod. Tons and tons of fantasy football draft prep. He got you covered on the positions, the strategies, even a bunch of DFS strategy going into the year. It is highly, highly recommended episode. For those looking to get ready for your drafts this weekend or just looking for more knowledge at the drafting process, at the DFS process, at NFL level. Bucks is very good. Been very successful in the NFL. Check that out. You got around the bases with Bubba and Mo, episode 26, with Liz Rocher talking Phillies. We talked all kinds of baseball stuff. Great, great podcast there. Tons going on. I would, Like I said, I was on the Nasty Cast last night with Nate Dawkin and Ron Rigney. Really good stuff. We had a blast. We talked some bullpen issues. We talked Byron Buxton, um, the Dodgers trade with Grandy Man and Jock going down, and the top 30 draft picks for 2018. That was a lot of fun. Really good stuff there. So check that out. I thank them for letting me, letting me come on there. But more importantly, you guys listen to this because you want your MLB DFS quick hits advice. So check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll help you out the best I can. Got a busy day today, so I will do my best to tweet stuff out. But got some stuff going on so i got to take care of that and i'll do my best to help you but hit me up and i will do what i can but more importantly good luck today you have the five game early the six game main slates are not the greatest slate so be careful but there are someone's got to win right so enjoy it good luck i will catch you guys tomorrow this was mlb dfs quick hits your thursday august 24th edition i'm out